fans, welcome to another edition of Feinbolt. I am your host, Jeffrey Feinbolt, here breaking all things in the world of Chargers. A uh, big week. We're at week 15, friends. We, yes, I say we, trail the Kansas City Chiefs by half a game. Half a game. Week 15. Year one of our program with Coach Staley. I feel great. I feel a level of excitement for this game but also like i don't have that nervousness and anxiety um i acknowledge the game could easily work against us there are a lot of things that make the game difficult to break down and we'll get into that in just a moment but hey if somehow it doesn't go our way we got houston on deck it'll allow us to go from right now eight and five Eight and six would be annoying, but right back to nine and six after a victory versus Houston. Feeling good right now where the Chargers stand, how the season has progressed. And, you know, while COVID challenges remain, I believe the health of the Chargers is sort of peaking at the right time as well. As I said, I am Jeff Feinberg. This is your week 15 edition of Feinbolt on the Mayo Media Network. Always love throwing down, talking Bolts football here with you on Mayo Media. Already recorded the spread show for the week with Pat and Tim. A hoot, as always. Uh, You know, vote for Tim. There's not really... Listen, just use common sense. That's all. You can vote for whoever you want. Just apply common sense to the situation here, folks. I'm going to avoid a technical issue which I hope hasn't ruined the camera. I think we're good. I think we're good. So, uh, you know, obviously the Thursday nighter on deck, you're probably watching this Thursday or Wednesday night. So let's just call this a Thursday night preview. Not really too much to talk about to break down as it pertains to the Giants game. It was that cream puff of us Charger fans have been waiting for. Very concerning to see Derwin James not play, but makes total sense. Uh, get him rested. Hopefully, he's rested and ready to go for the Chiefs game this week. But at the same time, the defense handled themselves just fine. Outside of that one play to Rudolph, I don't think the Giants made a play in that entire football game. So that was nice to see the defense coming together, playing better as a whole. Um, is something that that is obviously nice to see and encouraging. And the throw, the throw. We'll talk about that, I guess, after uh, we talk about the Chiefs game here. So the Chiefs game, uh, minus three, that total flirting with what? Jeez. Uh, Last I saw it was, what, 50 and a half? You'd think I'd be uh, have that up and ready to go here. But let's just get that exact total here. I'd be shocked if the game didn't go over. I really would be shocked if the game didn't go over. I expect both teams to do what they've been doing. The Kansas City Chiefs on offense, they seem to be rolling at the moment. They've been finding themselves. A lot has been made of how well they have played defensively and how, to be perfectly honest, Chiefs fans, there's even room for regression. That's how well they've been playing defensively. That defense can regress the offense. Well, you'd think by now they would have found their sea legs. You always trust that they're going to. Like, there really isn't a moment where I don't think the Chiefs are are going to find themselves offensively. 
for all the struggles that people think Mahomes is having, I mean, isn't that just relative to what your expectation of Mahomes kind of is? Totals at 52. The spread is sitting at three. Money line plus 140 on on this one. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Normally, it's... I don't know. I'm not running to, like, make a big bet on the Chargers game. I still, you know, fear the Chiefs have great respect for for the Chiefs. And, and yeah, I, I like, if Rashawn Slater isn't playing, if Derwin James isn't going to play, then, you know, kind of makes it hard. My strategy for this game, my strategy for this game, and going into that first outing versus Kansas City on this very show, on, on all the content I did, I spoke many times of how excited I was. Um, Excited is probably the wrong word. Um, Intrigued about what sort of strategy Staley would bring to his first contest versus Mahomes. And to no surprise, it was relentless fourth down usage, like relentless, nonstop, that entire game. Especially in the second half, especially when it counted the most. I would probably expect more of the same, but I'm also expecting a hyper-specific strategic element that Staley is going to employ. And I don't know whether that involves attempting to boat race Kansas City, because I can make the case the Chargers might be better suited in a boat race at this moment in time. Let's go. We got Herbert. Like, let's play a race. Pick the final, pick the winning score. Let's race to it. That can probably work for us. Keenan Allen should be back. The weapons are developing. Uh, Guyton finding his groove. And hey, 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 Josh Palmer, that appears to be another rookie that the Chargers have done a great job with this year. On the note of rookies, you would be interested to, or I should say curious to see the status of Asante Samuel Jr. I myself am hyper curious on the status of Asante Samuel Jr. We'll probably find that out later on Wednesday evening as it pertains to his his health status. But it's kind of hard to tell with these Thursday nighters. You know, just hearing Coach Daly speak about the plan. Monday's an off day. Tuesday's a walkthrough. Wednesday's a walkthrough and a practice. Whoa. Jeez. Had a slice of like cold pizza for lunch and feel like it's sitting there. I feel like my screen is going haywire right now. And I would be really, really sad to lose what's happening. At this point, we're going to fire, fire, fire along and worry about it at the end. Um, but yeah, if Rashawn Slater can't play, that would be a big deal. Speaking of third round picks, Josh Palmer playing great, looking great. Another great addition. Former third round pick Trey Pitkins, I don't I don't trust him for the world, and you have to assume if it's Pitkins instead of Slater at left tackle, it's probably going to change a lot of things that they can do. Justin Herbert is an angel; just give him a little bit of time, and he can make it all work. What the hell is going on? Just give him a little bit of time, and he can make it all work. I have no doubt about that part of it. Trey Pipkins might not allow for that time. I understand. 
I understand the Chiefs have their own issues with Jones, what have you. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, crying. I'm just, you know, it would be nice, even for the Chiefs, it'd be nice if this game could be played without its full, with, you know, a full compliment, or at least if the guys aren't going to play, it's injured. It's not close contact COVID protocol. And that's something that seems like it's really going to weigh down on the league in the next few weeks. It's really unfortunate. There's some reports that they might change the rules as it pertains to how they'll treat their close contact COVID players. We, we shall see. We shall see. One thing the Chargers have been exceptional at this year is really keeping the lid on the defense. Um, sorry, keeping the lid on opposing offenses not allowing those huge big plays. So I would expect they'll be able to, to do everything they can to keep the lid on Tyreek Hill. If Derwin James plays, I'm telling you, there's not a player in the league. Travis Kelsey dislikes going up against more than Derwin James. So that would be a huge addition. We've been great at taking, keeping at the top on our defense. Derwin James can match up on Kelsey and do his own freelancing. And I think a lot of things could probably work out the Chargers way. Force Mahomes into an interception. I'm seeing plus 120 on a Mahomes interception. That seems kind of tasty, doesn't it? Oh, I'll answer my own question. Yes, it does seem tasty, Jeffrey. The other part of this, I'm getting excited, friends. I'm Thursday. If Derwin James doesn't play, I have no expectation for Thursday. I'll put that out there right now. If Derwin James doesn't play, I'll have no expectation for Thursday. But that brings up a bigger question potentially for the Chargers. They held Derwin out of last week's game versus the Giants. An injury, a sore hammy popped up after practice on the Friday, according to Coach Staley. Part of me wants to believe that was, for the most part, the reason he doesn't play is just being hyper-precautionary and knowing that they have this Thursday game, which is a lot more important versus Kansas City, and believing you can do exactly what they did against the Giants, even without Derwin James. Play Derwin James Thursday. Give him the Houston game off. Why would that be any different than the Giant game? There was a, poor, there was a point in that Giants game where their leading receiver had a catch, one catch for seven yards. It was obviously Rudolph who made their one big play of the whole day, tight end, but, you know, they kept their receivers in check. So maybe as it pertains to a few Chargers who are injured, I'm not sure. And with the season so grind and such a even being made longer, if teams want to find a way to give a player an extra week off, I got no issue with that. I'm obviously quite confident and cocky, I guess, as it pertains to where the Chargers are standing. And I don't care as much about the division. It would be nice. Do I want a highest seed as possible? Absolutely. Of course. But, I, I, you know, I don't need to chase the division at all costs. For me, in this part of the year, this season was about being ultra, being competitive not being insanely stupid like last year and growing this team with a coach that's forward thinking. And all of that to me involved hitting that win total of nine, 
making the postseason. Maybe even chopping a head off in the postseason. Maybe even chopping two heads off in the postseason. But it's week 15. And the Chargers are a half game back at Kansas City. Season must be going really well. It's week 15. And the Chargers have a better record than the Browns and the Bills. Now, I don't, I don't mean it to, to, to poke holes at those teams. I like both those teams a lot. But it's encouraging for me because those were the teams that I really thought would be challenging Kansas City in January. And maybe they still will be those teams. Maybe I wouldn't be shocked. I'm dumb enough to believe the Bills probably found something in that second half versus Tampa that can they can now then carry into the other games. And I'm sure they'll beat up on the shitty teams they have left on their schedule. The Browns, they're in a bit of a COVID disaster. Tell ya. I'll tell you who would enjoy who the Browns. If the Raiders beat the Browns, you know who that's very good for? That's very good for the Miami Dolphins. Like if I'm the Chiefs, if I bet, you know what? Screw the Chiefs. If I'm the Chiefs, if I'm Letiton, Letiton might have their own opinions on this because they're two and overs this team this year. But I'll say this as a team that I expect to make the playoffs, that the data shows is probably 80% plus to make the playoffs. And I would assume Chief fans would hold the same thinking. We should be cheering against uh, the Colts. No team going to the AFC playoffs wants to see the Colts make the playoffs. So it's weird. Like, I'm now at the point where even though the Chargers haven't locked up a playoff spot, I feel very comfortable in their ability to do that with the remaining schedule. Remember, after Kansas City is Houston. After Houston is a home game versus Denver in Vegas. I'm confident the Chargers can take care of their own business sitting at eight and five right now with those four remaining games. Even if you think they're going to drop the chief game that they will take care of their own. So when I have that sort of thinking, I then become allowed to like think of it, think of it as a positive Colt fan. Like I would prefer the Patriots beat you. I'm not, my head isn't thinking about getting number one seed. I feel like too many things would still have to go right in the final few weeks, even if the Patriots lose that game, that the more advantageous situation, realistic situation, beneficial situation for the Chargers would, and I'd argue the Chiefs, and I'd argue the Titans. Um, it's kind of hard to put other playoff teams in there, but all those other teams that are in the mishmash for wild card. I don't want to compete with the Colts. That means I think the Colts are really good. Now that means I want like the Steelers to make the playoffs. Go Dolphins. Broncos, get hot. Raiders, don't die on us. So that's fun. Like it's week 15 and I am now at a point. This can backfire and this is on video and I'm in front of a camera. So 
words can always be used against me. My words have been used against me forever. From family to friends to third grade teachers, my words can be thrown against me. And now in the internet age, you better believe what I say in front of a camera gets used against me. Whatever, folks. But it's exciting because I feel comfortable enough in where the chargers are that those are the thoughts I can have. Like those external things that can maybe make a future path easier. You know, that's, that's how I think about things. Overall, I'm going to close this. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not here to help you set your lineup. Like who's going to play better, Guyton or Palmer? I'm not here to do that. I'm here to talk about that maybe it's possible. Maybe Charger fan, maybe football fan can take notice of this, but Charger fan, maybe we're allowed to be excited about one aspect that maybe we thought would be unattainable in this moment. The concept of well, new coach, new coordinators. It's exciting to think that as the season progresses, everybody can get better at what they're doing, you know, more comfortable in the play calls and learning and all that stuff. Even the offense that is, um, even the offense that is filled with, with great talent and nobody, <clears throat> I don't want to say nobody, but, you know, the part of the Chargers that people have the confidence in, the offense. It's not crazy for me to think that they can get better. And you've seen that the last couple of weeks. They scored 24 points in 24 minutes to start that Bengal game. They moved up and down the field with ease against a Giants defense that, you know, for all the Giants flaws, that defense isn't horrible. And we'll see. The Chiefs defense is playing great. They're coming in off a lot of great performances. And there's a lot of reason for the Chiefs to be excited. And I fear them. I never really stopped fearing them. So obviously I remain fearing them. And I fear them, I guess, more than ever. Because they're as battle-tested as anyone in football. The Chiefs are as battle-tested as anyone in football outside of one singular man whose name is Tom Brady. Okay? So that will service them well. That has serviced them well this year, obviously. And it clearly serviced them well when they were in their slump. Uh, yeah, but the Chargers and their defense, I'm not saying being top five in the league, but from where they were, they can make dramatic gains still within the season. And it looks like, you know, while they might not have the full complement for the Chief game, it does seem like the road to being absolutely fully healthy, optimal health as we end the season, and probably by the time we get to Houston, is very much on the table, friends. I think Asante is in the final steps of clearing protocol, uh, concussion protocol. They're being extra safe with him, so I would probably assume they'll give him this game off, and they'll just say see you in a week and a half for the, uh, the Texan game. With that type of injury, they'll probably feel like that's the most prudent thing to do, short and long term. I can't blame that. 
Derwin, it doesn't seem to be serious. Doesn't seem to be serious at all. Linvel's back and healthy. Um, you know, Bosa's healthy, making a play every single game. Can't talk about Bosa without mentioning. Didn't he teabag somebody? This is the big internet thing. Uh, his strip sack fumble. His dance was some for the Fortnite. You know, I don't play it, guys. I'm just playing Madden and FIFA. That's a different generation that plays the Fortnite. Um, there's some teabag dance. Well, he dropped that on the field. So people who knew what that meant enjoyed it. People that had no idea what he was doing were like me. We're still equally amused. I'm fine, Bolt. It is all happening. Eight and five, huge game versus the Chiefs. Wouldn't that be fun to sweep them? That would be a blast. If we don't, still all positive vibes. I'm telling you right now in Charger land, it is all happening. An angel from the heavens, friends. An angel has, we, we are, ha, has come into our lives. We will be just fine. We'll be just fine. Honestly, people want me to care so much about this Thursday nighter. Like, I care. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to be intense watching the game. Third downs really want them to go my way. But I, I don't know. I don't think this really has much of a bearing on what the season's going to represent. Now, the funny thing is if they win it, it's going to be fun watching those shows on Friday on the weekend as they try to figure out really how good this Charger team can be. What sort of conversation do we start needing to have about this Charger team and where it can go potentially in January? Are they consistent enough, in my opinion, to be able to win three or four straight games against playoff teams? No, but if anyone can do it, they're my pick because I love them. So, like, you know, was that, you know, I don't know if they're there yet. I don't know if they're there yet. But this is the biggest game. This is also, this is the biggest game in Justin Herbert's career. A week 15 football game with division implications. So, let's get that out of the way. Win, lose, or draw. Like, let's play that game. Let's see how you handle it, you know? And then in a month from now, we're going to be playing in our first playoff game. You and Coach Staley. So when it's time, really, when it's time really to dethrone people, we're going to be that much more prepared for it. That's what I'm excited about. To have these opportunities in what I consider year one of the Staley program. These are all victories. These are all victories. Bolt gang or don't bang. Fine bolt out.